Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your song suggestions continue to pour in. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Our Hump Show, your Wednesday morning. If you're just waking up, you're just joining us, maybe you're already in the car. Well, you've missed a lot. A lot of goofiness. General goofiness is is the theme of this particular show. And I blame Arson Judge. I can't once I went down that rabbit hole on Twitter, I could not get out. I was laughing pretty hard. Uh, so as much as I love John Heyman and if you missed it, we invited him to be on the show tonight from San Diego in the winter meetings. He essentially is is overwhelmed for a lot of reasons. It has nothing to do with what he put on Twitter yesterday. He's trying to track this story, and as many of the insiders are about Aaron Judge and where he's going, he made a typo. It took him three minutes to figure it out, and by that time, it was too late. And so the humor, the comedy gold on Twitter about Arson Judge – Jay and I were talking about this earlier. We were throwing letters out there. There are about 22 letters that he could have used as a mistake that would have made no difference. Nobody would have remembered. But arson judge, maybe apron judge. But I, I feel like arson judge could actually be a name. It's just, it fits so perfectly. It is a name now. <laughs> That's right. My uh, n- my new MLS team is going to be the arson. <laughs> It's it's just amazing. So we used some of that humor and some of your memes that you sent us. And I realized that Arson Judge needs a walk-up song. When he gets his fat deal, and according to the New York Yankees, it's 10 years, $700 million to the New York Yankees. So with the New York Yankees, he needs walk-up music. And... I can't even keep up with your posts on Twitter and Facebook. I mean, you're inundating us with song suggestions. Some of them are repeats. Some of them are songs I've never heard before in my life, though at least I know the artists, most of them. Um, Jay's been playing a few. Mine so far, uh, my favorite, the leader in the clubhouse, haha, is Nelly. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> I can't help it. Jay's favorite is Johnny Cash, The Ring of Fire, and it does, it certainly fits. It's just it's a little slow until it picks up later in the song, and so you would have to to start the music when he walks up with the part where he's playing a little faster. I fell into a burning <laughs> ring of fire. Stop. <laughs> a lot of you are going ACDC. Marco Belletti went with Metallica, of course, because he's a heavy metal guy wearing his Yankees hat while he's a heavy metal guy. 
So we're looking for your walk-up music. For uh, not for Aaron Judge, for Arson Judge, his evil twin, or his alter ego, whichever you prefer. So hot, it hurts. So good, it's so good. I mean, there we've had artists from the Pointer Sisters to ACDC to Lil Wayne to Nelly to George Strait. I mean, we have run the gamut to Johnny Cash to Talking Heads. Burning down the house is pretty good. We, we've had so many different songs and artists suggested that, as I say, I'm having a hard time keep up, keeping up. So it's, it's pretty good. We're glad that you're enjoying that. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. A mere five minutes left to vote for the TD of the week. And on Twitter, we're at almost at a plateau. We need six votes to reach a plateau. So please, go vote. We've got a ton on Facebook as well. We're live from, oh, I already said that right. Oh, we are. We're live. Not dead. From Arson Judge might be dead soon. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. So many fire jokes that I could throw out there now. But yes, it's uh, it's dawned on me that in a couple of months, two years, clearly, no one will remember, or very few people will remember who the tweet came from. But Arson Judge is is a thing now. He's never going away. He's forever. He is forever. Arson Judge is the gift that keeps on giving in the spirit of Christmas. I want Arson Rogers to be a thing too. Please, can we please have Arson Rogers? Arson Rogers burned up Pat McAfee on uh, Tuesday. Apparently, Pat had no idea that that Rogers was not going to appear on the show and kept teasing that Arson Rogers was going to be on the show and then the Ars Rogers stood him up. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. I feel like if Judge signs with the Giants, he should just adopt the name Arson Judge at that point and just take on a whole different alter But why ego. the Giants and not – oh, so he can be someone completely different right, in the Bay Area? Right, just completely different in the Bay Area. Just, oh, we have Arson Judge now. Like, Aaron Judge doesn't exist anymore. You could do an entire marketing campaigns with Arson Judge. <laughs> they might. They absolutely might. And help the Yankees do it, too. But it caused some awkward and I would say nervous, anxious moments for one Aaron Boone, who was being interviewed at the winter meetings in San Diego about the same time that John Heyman first tweeted that it appeared as though Arson, then Aaron, was headed to the Giants, only to retract it a few minutes later. I know nothing. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. I, it's been an uncomfortable you know, hour, but I, I, I have nothing. Been a little bit stressful, kind of waiting to see, and and obviously, um, it's it's big news once it, it comes, and and then you know where do we go next and all that. So, um, yeah, it's been kind of stressful waiting it out and and hoping for a for a good ending. I always feel like you know he certainly belongs in pinstripes and, and a guy of his stature and you know his greatness. You know, hopefully spends his entire career in the Monument Park and into the Hall of Fame as a Yankee. So he certainly feels that way, and, and that would be the hope. He got interviewed by a variety of outlets, several different reporters, and you could hear the difference in the audio quality because everybody wanted to hear Aaron Boone's reaction. And he said uncomfortable, some uncomfortable moments, and certainly it's hard to wait for Aaron, the other Aaron, is there an Arson Boone as well? <laughs> there is now. 
Uh, he wanted to wait for the other Aaron to make his decision without putting any pressure on him. I do think it's interesting, though, that the reports you're getting out of San Diego have to do with the buzz there. Anybody who's anybody is in San Diego. And there was the report, or should we call it a rumor, that Aaron, not Arson, himself might be showing up in San Diego to meet with teams. So far, that's not been the case. I guess he had his fill of travel over the weekend where he was first in the Bay Area for the, the uh, I will say the Giants, for the Niners-Dolphins game. And then he was in Tampa for Monday Night Football where he's wearing a Mike Evans jersey. Now, was he meeting with Yankees Brass in Tampa? They have headquarters there, so I don't know. Uh, But he did make that cross-country trip and maybe didn't feel like turning around and flying back to San Diego for the winter meeting. So we don't have anything definitive yet. Uh, We don't know yet what he's going to do. And I dare say, at this point, even if he has made his decision it's likely to be a very tight inner circle. Because if you're Aaron, you don't want this getting out until you're ready to tell the team. So that's the part that I wonder about with John Heyman. When he put his tr- his tweet up and he jumped the gun, he later apologized. Did he get bad info? Did someone use him to put that out there? Or did he make a leap that he shouldn't have thinking that he could could kind of infer from what he heard from his source. It's just a bad scene altogether because clearly his job is based on reputation as well as accuracy, but also speed. I think one of the giveaways is that no one else had it. And John was the only one that was tweeting it. And so I I hate it for him. It's it's tough. I'm sure it's embarrassing. I would hate to be in his shoes. I mean, I've made mistakes on the show before and Of course, once you do it as a public figure, you never hear the end of it, right? I mean, there are people who still send me messages about the mistakes I made my first two years that I was here. Uh, So I understand. It's hard to live those down, uh, and I feel for him. And we would have had him on the show if he wanted to be on the show, but he politely apologized. The Phillies are still all in and making moves themselves. So they got Trey Turner. Then they went to Taiwan Walker late on Tuesday night. They've signed the former Mets pitcher. And actually, he's been around the block. This will be his fifth stop in the majors. Uh, Rob Thompson doing an interview on MLB Network, kind of looking back at that moment at which he took over uh, as the manager replacing Joe Girardi and how everything changed and how they got to where they were in the World Series a few months later. When we signed Schwarber and, and Castellanos in spring training, we knew that we had a good rotation, good bullpen. We knew that we were going to score runs. We really thought good about our club coming out of spring, and we got off to a little bit of a bad start. And, and you know, we had high expectations, and, and we lost a little confidence. And then we hit May, and it was like the toughest part of our schedule. We had the die. We had all the West Coast teams, the Mets, Atlanta. I mean, all these teams and. And uh, we didn't have a very good month. And then June hit. We make the move. Uh, I come in at the perfect time. We go through the easiest part of our schedule. And and we start winning ballgames. We start playing the way we thought we were going to play coming out of spring training. And guys start getting confidence and just kind of snowballed from there. It definitely did snowball for the Phillies. And they don't want to lose 
any of that momentum. They want to keep up on the same meteoric rise where they were the last team to make it into the playoff bracket and they were the last team standing in the National League. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio, coming up in mere moments, QB News, with a bit of a shocker about Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow, I was blown away by this, but also thrilled to to see the news on Tuesday, sorry, my days sometimes blend together, that he's not necessarily done for the year, so we'll explain. Uh, And also, the signing of Baker Mayfield in Los Angeles really does wrap up a a saga, a 2022 that he probably would prefer to forget because it's maybe been the worst year of his his life, if not his career, uh, for sure. And so you'll get to hear from the new offensive coordinator, who will be tasked with somehow getting Baker ready if he is actually to start week 14. You guys, we're talking about week 14. Oh, my gosh. But, yes, week 14 kicks off in mere hours. I know I'm not supposed to be making fire jokes anymore. Or maybe they're just getting old and no one thinks they're funny, except for me. But you know what? There was one player who was on fire. I know. Maybe he could adopt the nickname of Arson Mitchell. (laughs) The new star facing the former star in the Cleveland Cavaliers uniform. Mitchell right in front of his own bench. Donovan with a crossover. Loses Reeves and he scored. Oh, that was sweet by Donovan Mitchell. An exquisite move to make it 77 to 70. Cavaliers with the basketball as Mitchell heads to the forecourt, comes around Allen. Donovan in the lane, floats in and out. Got it back, laid it in. That's right. Nobody boxed out. Donovan Mitchell follows his own miss, puts the Cavs up 92 to 90. Garrett Allen on the left side, hands it off to Mitchell. Mitchell against Reeves. Mitchell into the lane, pumps and scores with the little junior hook shot. That's John Michael on Cavaliers Radio. It was a 31-19 fourth quarter for the Cavaliers over LeBron James, who was welcomed warmly there in Cleveland as he returns. Uh, But this was Donovan Mitchell's night. The new Cleveland versus the old Cleveland. 43 points, six rebounds, five assists, and four steals in the victory over the Lakers. It started with J.A. You know, once you you have your big... You know, setting the tone in the paint, you got to worry about him, and it allows all of us to kind of get in there and create and finish. And, you know, once we got to the second half, just, you know, they came back, started out strong, and just responded, you know, finding ways to continue to just find a way to lead. And, you know, whether it was on the defensive end or, you know, on the offensive end, just, just got to my spots and, you know, made some shots. As for LeBron James, oh, he mentions J.A. Sorry, that's Jared Allen, 24 points, 11 rebounds. Um, and he mentions LeBron. And so, obviously, to – to play there when LeBron is there, I think is kind of an, a neat juxtaposition of eras, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, the, this is LeBron's court and Donovan dominated. It's crazy. Like, you know, I grew up watching him here. Um, the ovation, it really hit for me, you know, like a full circle moment, you know, when I watched him get that standing ovation, you know, um, when they played his intro, you know, I, 
I kind of sat there on the um, <clears throat> the stanchion or whatever and just kind of just watched the reception he got in that. It's incredible. You know, it's well-deserved. He's, you know, one of the greatest players of all time. You know, brought a championship, the only championship to this franchise, and you always got to have respect and admiration for that. And, you know, hopefully we can do, you know, something similar. Uh, but, you know, it's it's definitely an honor to be out there and, you know, to play against one of the greats and to get a dub, too, in front of in his home in his hometown and, and in front of our home crowd. And, you know, I think, you know, I don't know the history of the games. I don't know what the games have been like um, before this one, but I just know, you know, is that? Oh, well, you know, I'm just glad we got the win. It's always a uh, love coming back here. Um, obviously, you know, the memories that I have here uh, will never be forgotten, um, you know, from the time I was drafted as an 18-year-old kid to the time I left um, and then left. So, um, you know, the reception I got from the fans here, um, is, is mutual, that's for sure. So LeBron James greeted warmly Donovan Mitchell. Happy to have him there when he puts on a show to the tune of 43 points and the win. Thank you very much. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. We got your reveal for TD of the Week before the hour is up. But straight ahead, we've got your QB news. Everything from Jimmy Garoppolo to Baker Mayfield to Jared Goff, why not? I mean, it's it's Detroit, and they've won, what is it, six of seven now, five of six? The Detroit Lions are on fire. See, I've got all kinds of ways that I can drop this in, Arson Judge, except that when I put my tweet out there to ask for your walk-up songs for Arson, would you believe I forgot the fire emoji? What is wrong with me? So producer Jay had to bail me out and quote tweet it from our show account with the fire emojis and then I cheated I put it on Facebook and I learned my lesson and used the fire emojis but yeah if I was super clever I would have simply used fire emojis and that would have changed everything how about this chariots of fire (laughs) that's inspirational anyway that's amazing that's uh, the latest tweet so yes find us on Twitter Facebook uh, it's good stuff. We love the memes. I, I haven't gotten enough of it yet. I haven't gotten my fill of arson judge. And if you need a laugh this morning, please just go look at it. It's trending on Twitter. Aaron's not. Arson is. <laughs> good morning to you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it lost? Oh my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We do have some pressing and breaking QB news here on the show. I was pleased to find out that Jimmy Garoppolo is not in need of surgery on his broken foot. His foot is broken in two places, but he does not need surgery. According now to uh, the various doctors that they've consulted, this injury will heal on its own. It's about, so you have to use estimations here because every human Uh, Heals differently, but it's about a seven-week recovery period. And that would mean, because he didn't suffer a Liz Frank injury, if his rehab goes well, he could return within two months, which would put him smack dab in the middle of the postseason if the Niners get there and then they advance far enough. But yeah, seven weeks would put him at the NFC Divisional round. If the Niners end up winning the NFC West, they would host a playoff game against one of the wild cards, potentially one of the teams in the NFC East. It could end up being the Seahawks out of their own division. Uh, So there's a a bit of a tangled web there. We don't know the matchups yet, only that they could end up as the three seed and, and likely could end up hosting a team out of the NFC East. So that's down the road. But if they would advance to the NFC divisional round, that would be seven weeks. If Garoppolo's ready to return, eight weeks would be championship weekend. The Super Bowl, 10 weeks away. Yikes. But it's great news for Jimmy that this is going to heal on his own with some rehab and he doesn't need surgery and there's always a chance. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Do you know this weekend it's Brock Purdy, the rookie, against a guy that started playing football before he was born. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, who had that touchdown pass with three seconds to go on Monday Night Football to stun the Saints. Brady did his his show, Let's Go, on SiriusXM before they played that game on Monday night. But one of the comments that he had about the injuries to QBs this season, we felt like this was pertinent. Injuries are playing a pro. I saw Lamar Jackson got hurt yesterday. Jimmy's out for the year. Lamar... Injured his knee. You saw uh, Trevor Lawrence got rolled up on pretty good. Matt Stafford is out for, you know, the year basically. So I, this is attrition, man. It's a hard sport. It's a really hard sport. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sprint when you're at the game, and it's obviously a marathon of a season. And it's just keeping up that ability to be available for your team is a real challenge. And this is this is where football gets really tough. 
especially this time of the year when pretty much everyone is playing banged up. And obviously, when Brady made those comments, Jimmy Garoppolo was presumed out for the year. He is out for the regular season. We hope not for the entire campaign. But that's Brady with Jim Gray on his Let's Go podcast. And I keep a running tally of the number of teams that use multiple quarterbacks because of injuries or ineptitude. And that number is mounting. We're well past half. I'll count them up for you uh, this weekend because it's just a running weekly tally of the number of teams that switch out quarterbacks. We know the Rams are dealing with it right now. Matthew Stafford, he's on IR. He could return at the end of the year, but according to Sean McVay, they need to give him some time. This guy wants to wants to compete. He wants to be out there. Um, putting him on IR was a result of the the spinal cord contusion. And to my understanding, you know that that's um, you know that's kind of where we've left those conversations, just to give him you know the clarity of that was what we felt like was best. That was what the doctors felt like was best. And, um, you know, whenever that ends up being where he is fully medically cleared, you know, there's a there's a loose timetable on that. But it's more about having a healthy offseason. But we have constant dialogue. I think, you know, in these types of situations, you know, I think the most appropriate uh, perspective, at least for me, is just to take it a day at a time and try to be the best that I can be um, for these players, for these coaches in the midst of, you know, a real challenging season that that we're battling through right now. Sean McVay, incidentally, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, talking about his Super Bowl winning quarterback, but they bring in reinforcements. Baker Mayfield has landed in L.A. Think about his saga in 2022. He's playing out the string in Cleveland to start the year. He needs shoulder surgery. He has that done. He finds out, or his agent finds out, the it was the combine where agents all get together that the Browns would be looking around for quarterbacks. They ultimately court Deshaun Watson only to be told he's not interested. Then he changes his mind when they give him this massive guaranteed contract in the middle of all of that. And Deshaun's decision process, Baker posts a goodbye, a dear John letter to Cleveland fans because he's on his way out the door and it's very emotional. He airs his dirty laundry All of these rumors start flying around about how the Browns don't want him anymore. They want an adult in the room, yada, 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 yada. So he then goes public with the idea that he'd like to play for the Colts, only to see them trade for Matt Ryan instead. He waits, he waits, he's silent, he waits, only his wife speaks. Finally, the Browns trade him to the Panthers, although they're paying most of his salary. With the Panthers, he starts, doesn't work. He gets benched. He gets hurt. Everybody's a mess. Carolina fires their coach. He asks for his release when he loses the job to P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold. And now he's with Los Angeles. Is it a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for Baker Mayfield? I don't know. But Liam Cohen, who's the offensive coordinator with the Rams under Sean McVay, he likes the move. Obviously watched some film, talked to some people that um, had obviously been around him some and only heard great things about him as a person, as a teammate, and um, as we know as a competitor, he's the type of guy that uh, is going to go out and compete his, you know, his tail off and, um, you know, glad to have him in the, in the room for sure. But what effect on that quarterback room? John Wolford is uh, obviously the guy they've been using. Of course, he's been limited in practice. He's got his own neck injury. How does Baker fit in? Hey. 
it's just kind of acquiring talent, to be honest. I mean, acquiring somebody to come in and evaluate um, him, but also our offense, you know, continuing to uh, evaluate the offense, the other players. Um, just it's more so about acquiring talent and just getting somebody in here, you know, that we can continue to, you know, develop some competitive nature within the room. And uh, those guys are all great about it. It's clearly still Matthew Stafford's job. He and McVay have a connection. They won a Super Bowl together. Uh, but could this be a place where Baker Mayfield sticks if they want to keep him as a backup? And here's the hard part is he's got he's a man without a country once this season is done because he's in the final year of his rookie season. Um, there is talk that they might throw him out there on Thursday. I'm not sure that would benefit either the Rams or Baker, although he would tell you he'd rather play than not. Raheem Morris is the defensive coordinator, and he's seen Baker around. He was always a mobile. He was always active. He was always one of those guys that can make plays. He was a playmaker. Um, he's always been one of those kind of guys. You know, obviously he has some fall off in Cleveland. Um, obviously he has some fall off um, with Carolina. We <laughs> guess I didn't play. We didn't play against him, as you guys know. But I've um, got a lot of respect for him. You know, this guy was a very good, you know, football player. Um, brought Cleveland from pretty much the ashes. You know, and um. Um, and this game is sometimes thankless. And, uh, you know, we get a chance to acquire a guy that's got nothing to lose and something to prove is always awesome. He raised Cleveland from the ashes only to burn it down like ours and judge. <laughs> it's, just, it's wrong. It's just wrong, Amy. You're wrong. Uh, thank you, Raheem Morris. I, I didn't mean to, uh, to make light of what you had to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so it, coming up this weekend, we start... Well, we start week 14 with Thursday Night Football. Could you imagine Baker Mayfield in a Rams uniform after not even 48 hours with the organization? He was supposed to arrive there late last night. Um, if not him, then it'll be John Wolford or Bryce Perkins. But yeah, this is, uh, this is crazy. But if you're the Rams and you're 3-9, and nine, you got nothing to lose. You might as well see what you got, except, I mean... If it wasn't rock bottom, that could be it. And just boo the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the Lions are a great story now. People often accuse us in the media of not talking enough about the Lions. Well, there are reasons for that. Uh, but they, they're they on quite a run right now. It's been fun to see Detroit. And you get the, the Dan Campbell, why not us comments. And here they are. They're uh, the second place in the NFC North. Those still way behind the Vikings. Um, but they're they're making noise. They're four wins in five games. Jared Goff leading an offense that just put up 40 points. So what's been the key to the turnaround? You know, I wish I could put my thumb on it, but it, it, just things are starting to click a little bit. And, you know, offensively, we're, we're doing a good job. But I think defensively, things are really starting to click for those young guys. And they're coming along quite a bit from where they were. And uh, it, it certainly gives us a huge boost. And um, when we're playing as a team, we're playing complimentary football. Uh, we're tough to beat. Remember, the only loss in that stretch is against the Bills on Thanksgiving Day, and that one went down to the wire. But here are the cold, hard facts, as you hear from Jared Goff on SiriusXM NFL Radio. They are sixth in the NFL in points scored, so they score better than 26 points per game, but they're still dead last in points given up. So as Goff talks about the young defense, and yes, they're making strides, but it's up to the offense to go on tears, which they were able to do this past weekend, obviously, because against the Jaguars, they put up 40, and it was what? It was 26 points at halftime, I think, 26 to 3, something like that. But yeah, they're still dead last in the league with 27 points allowed per game. So the defense still has a long way to go. One more that we'll throw out here, and it's it's kind of a twist on QB news. Dak Prescott may not get his wish 
to have OBJ on his roster after all because Jerry Jones has some reservations without seeing OBJ actually work out. I'm not confident at all. And so uh, that's the issue. Now, we all realize that uh, uh, that issue of health, that issue of availability is here every time. Uh, just this one is uh, very obvious and very pointed toward his injury that had occurred last year in the Super Bowl. It's not like a draft pick coming at you. You've got a lot of history here, and you take a good look at everything, not only the obvious, and that's his performance, but also uh, any issues regarding health. So all of this, uh, we've got to come in with our eyes wide open, and it has to be addressed, and that's when you see if you can uh, make a deal or not. Jerry Jones, his Tuesday appearance on our Dallas affiliate 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. So does that put a wrench in things? Does OBJ take that as, oh, they don't want me. I'm going to go somewhere else where they do. Eventually, though, if he's not able to play full speed, whoever signs him or whoever does get him to work out, he's going to figure it out. But the idea is that he might not be ready to go until the 2023 season. It's a wrench in OBJ's plans. Excuse me. I'm going to need some Jack. Shout out Jack. <laughs> At least he didn't have a coughing fit this Give week. Give me some oxygen. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. Well, it's really a hodgepodge, but we found some fun stuff uh, to wrap up our hump show to send you forward into your Wednesday. Also, your TD of the week selection and your walk-up music for Arson Judge. Because every good baseball player, every slugger deserves commensurate and appropriate walk-up music so we needed your fiery suggestions uh-huh you are listening to the after hours podcast you're listening to after hours with we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Amy Lawrence. Firing for the end zone. Good. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Cut. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Stops the center salting into the end zone. Touchdown. The people have spoken, and one score stands above the rest. Here is your TD of the week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Four-man front, Brady back, cocks his arm, a lot of congestion, throws a pass, caught by the rookie running back at the goal line, spins, dives, touchdown, Rashad White! Touchdown pass by Brady! They've tied the game! Three seconds to go! With the extra point coming up, the rookie running back, Rashad White! 
Just caught an eight-yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady. Brady going to work, trying to secure it. 44th. Come from behind, one of the fourth quarter. Rashad White, the running back. Here's the snap. Brady dropping, looking. Brady throws. Caught ball. It's caught. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Rashad White. Rashad White. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire the cannons. Bucks tie the game at 16. Brady with a dart. And Rashad White finishes. I'm just grateful, honestly. Uh, like I said, coach called to play. Uh, we've been working it all week at practice, and uh, I was just grateful to call my name. Uh, I ran the route. I was in the spot I was supposed to be in. I see Tom throw the ball. I just was going to catch it and uh, do whatever I could to get in the end zone, and that's what happened. So uh, I'm just very grateful and blessed. I love that from Rashad White. I was where I was supposed to be. I caught it. <laughs> I was just going to get in. Unbelievable. Three seconds to go, and I keep thinking about it from the Saints' perspective. One first down. Why? Why did Mark Ingram go out of bounds a half a yard from the first down marker? He's staring at it. He said he didn't want to get hit because he wasn't feeling the greatest. But all you have to do is hold the ball out or run another half step. And you are you're getting a first down and, and that runs at least another 30 seconds off the clock. He actually tweeted about it yesterday. Did he apologize? Yeah, that he's just feeling awful oh. and that he's, he's got to make that play. There's no excuses for that play. Yeah. Oh, man. It's it's uh, it's one of those where you go back and you think, what if this? What if that? If if I had just caught this pass or didn't Taysom Hill drop a pass to at some point? Um, and then Andy Dalton missing somebody as well. I mean, there's so many moments even one of them goes right and the bucks don't have the time that they do uh, ultimately to get in with the latest touchdown pass in a fourth quarter in tom brady's career kevin harlan on west 1-1 and then the local call with gene deckerhoff on bucks radio it's after hours with amy lawrence cbs sports radio thanks so much for hanging out with us uh we we like to spend this last few minutes of our hump show presenting audio or storylines that we think will make you smile. Mike Tomlin generally fits the bill. You may have seen the, would we, I, I feel like altercation is too strong. Jay, do you feel like altercation is too strong? It was more of a, a would you call it a tiff? It was more of an outburst. It was an outburst by the rookie receiver, George Pickens, about his playing time. Right? Yeah, he was, that's, even that's a little strong, yeah. He was upset. He was just yelling, venting frustration. And it was, again, it was about feeling like he didn't get the ball. It, he was the one that made the comments earlier in the in the year about Mitch Trubisky, right? That I was open, open 90% of the time. Is that what he said? They asked him, like, yeah, you feel you're open? He goes, everybody's open. Right, but he, but he did say, like, 90% of the time or yeah, something. something like, yeah. yeah, and so he is... He's definitely one who's willing to campaign for himself. And so when the Steelers were beating the Falcons on Sunday, there was a change of possession and he walked off the field and it certainly appeared on TV as though he yelled, throw me the effing ball. And obviously uh, this is a moment that goes viral, similar to I don't know, Tom Brady throwing a, a tablet or Aaron Arson Rogers yelling at someone, whatever, whatever. Uh, and so Mike Tomlin was asked about it on Tuesday. I'd rather say woe than sick him. I want a guy <laughs> that wants to be a significant part of what it is that we do. Now, the appropriate and professional and mature way to express that, we're growing and working on, and we will continue. Um, but that spirit, that competitive spirit, the guy that wants the ball, no, nah, I want that guy. You know, 
I would imagine TJ wants to lay the quarterback down more. <laughs> um, we got competitors. This is professional football. Um, these guys know that they have to deliver. And so for a guy that, that wants to do that, I'm not going to make that a negative, no matter how silly I think the commentary is or people talking <laughs> about him silly. expressing frustrations and stuff and trying to make it a negative storyline. I laugh at that. Again, that's one of the reasons why we're continually progressing because we're capable of tuning that BS out. I do love it when Mike Tomlin laughs, so I hope he got a good laugh out of it. And I hope (laughs) you also get a smile out of Mike Tomlin, who is not going to criticize his rookie receiver for wanting the ball more. Now, ultimately, it was a game in which he wasn't just caught on camera yelling about throw me the ball, um, but he was also upset on the bench. Now, that that I think can take away from what the team is trying to do. There were a couple of different players that went over to him, coaches that went over to him and tried to talk to him. Um, and, and so he kind of put himself in the middle of the story instead of the win. But, yes, wants the ball more, and ultimately that is the source of all of this. He is third on the team when it comes to targets this season, uh, and he had more targets uh, than almost anybody in their game against the Colts. So it's it's not though is though he's not being used just in this particular game against the Falcons. Uh, he was limited in terms of his contributions. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Anytime we can work in some. Mike Tomlin, it's a good day. Man, I'm just appreciative. (laughs) Uh, How about some Deion Sanders about what he brings to the table in Colorado? You may or may not have heard his press conference to be introduced as the new head coach of the Buffaloes. We're coming to work. We're not coming to play. We're coming to kill, not to kick it. Baby, I got to believe that we're coming. You got to feel that energy inside of you that we're coming, don't you? You got to feel it that we're going to be there. You got to feel it when you get in that stadium. You better get in there early because time kickoff consumes. Baby, we're coming. Do you understand it? Do you feel that? Do you understand the intensity, the excitement, the adrenaline, the rush that I got right now that I can't wait till this thing kicks off because we are coming. Boulder, Colorado, you have no idea what you've blessed me with, the opportunity that you've given me, and I feel like I owe you. Arson Judge is ready to run through a wall for Deion Sanders. I love it. I mean, do you think he scripted that or that's just Deion? No, I think that's just him. That is Dion. We we do kind of get that fire and that flare. So good for you, Dion. Also, one of those sound bites that I think is audio gold and that will give you a little, what does Mike Tomlin say? A tingle on this Wednesday morning as we end our hump show. Uh, we had to make room for Charles Barkley as well. We think he knows the player he's talking about, but, and we don't think this is a typo on his shot sheet, but he was asked about the NBA MVP at this point in the season. The MVP in the league right now, no disrespect to Luka, no disrespect to AD, that boy in Boston right now, he kicking ass and taking names. His yeah, name is, is Jason Taylor. Tom, Jason, Ta- Jason Tatum. Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was an almost perfect delivery. <laughs> My favorite part when he's like, no disrespect to this guy or that guy, but that boy in Boston, Jason Taylor. (laughs) No disrespect to Luca. No disrespect to AD. That boy in Boston right now, he kicking ass and taking names. His name is Jason Taylor. (laughs) Wait, I 
I need the reaction from Kenny. Tom, Jason, t- Jason Tatum. Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an almost perfect delivery uh, up until this movie. I was almost, seriously, that was your perfect little rant about the NBA MVP. His name is Jason Taylor, <laughs> who is a former professional football player, Hall of Famer, right? So I guess that'd be a reason why. Now, see, I can't make fun of people too much when it comes to names because I very often mix up names or so many names in my head that I do something similar. I will accidentally associate the first name with a different player and yada, yada, yada. How many times did I call George Kittle Greg Kittle when he I don't don't even know how many times I did that. So I don't want to come down hard on Charles. I actually think it's funny and cute. He's he's a goofball. His yeah, name is. is Jason Taylor. His name is Arson Judge. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you all have blown up our social media with your song suggestions. So on Twitter, A-Law Radio, you'll see it. We need some walk-up music for Arson Judge. Uh, This comes from Colonel, the Colonel. This house is on fire by ACDC. That's not really my kind of music, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, Quintus says, Fire by the Ohio Players is the best walk-up song for Arson. I told you about Chariots of Fire. Raul says money by Pink Floyd. Uh, Steve says the roof is on fire. Jacob says the unforgettable fire, you too. And then our Facebook page is also inundated, so check it out. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.